David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. Greetings and welcome to another edition of Sports and Torts on TalkZone.com with David Spada and Elliot Harris. I'm Elliot Harris and there is no David Spada. He is out busy working. Slacker. <laughs> Which is his loss. He, he always complains, you never have the beautiful women when I'm in the studio. He's never in the studio when we have the beautiful women. I don't know what to say. Anyway, we have a great show today. Very subtly, there's a, a singing theme to it with Lem Barney and the lovely Lariah Daniels, who hello, is hello. in studio, and we will start with Lariah first. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you very much. Good. And we were talking singing, and you are the lead vocalist. Is that accurate of the band Hessler? That is perfectly fine. Okay. Yes. And how is Hessler doing these days? Uh, to be honest with you, better than ever, better than I expected uh, us to be. And uh, speaking of which, uh, now I'm closing out another um, gig that we're finishing by the end of uh, the tour that starts on Tuesday. So we're going for the entire month, pretty much, starting from the south, um, from Texas, going all the way east, um, through the whole show, pretty much. Oh, there was a big, big, big show in uh, in New York City, so it's mm-hmm. going to be pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, I see that and it then, starts March 14th at the uh, Texas Rock Fest. You're in Austin for a few days, Houston. That you is go, correct. You go to New Orleans, Birmingham, Nashville, Newport, Kentucky, Cleveland, mm-hmm. Columbus, Pittsburgh, <laughs> Washington, Baltimore. Pennsylvania. Pencil, you're, yeah. yeah. Even in Chicago, uh, I think April 4th. That is right. So how do you prepare for a long tour like that? Do you have to take a lot of clothes? Do you? To be honest with you, the last tour that we had on the West Coast, which was uh, um, well, south and, and west, uh, we went to uh, Texas. Uh, we stopped by uh, L.A., played Viper Room. Also in Nevada, um, we played Colorado, um, Albuquerque, New Mexico. We played... Uh, um, a lot of a lot of stops in there. Uh, St. Louis, of course. Um, I took so many things with me that that was just uh, that was the first tour, and you you're like, oh my gosh, I have to look good every single day, you know? Like we're gonna have so many pictures, and it will look kind of ridiculous to have everything the same on every single photo. And what really happens is we are taking photos mostly just like during performance. Uh, or when we maybe have something really cool to stop by, but the entire tour was pretty much in the van. Uh, we were driving crazy amount of hours, starting from like 8 up to 13, 14. We were just exhausted, and nobody was really even thinking about photos. So, <laughs> But on the other hand, this time, um, as even you read, you can see that the distance is not as far, like one place from another, I think that the longest one will be uh, just the first um, 
first, I think it was from Chicago to Texas, which is over 20 hours. Right. But every other one is uh, pretty much just just a couple hours. Some of them are even just one hour away. So uh, that will be kind of a struggle right now to take so many clothes for now entire month when right. before it was just two weeks. <laughs> so. You guys hit the laundromat or anything uh, along the way? Uh, probably. We'll have to think of something. <laughs> well, I guess the, the longest distance, other than starting out from Chicago to Texas, mm-hmm. would be from New York back to Chicago. But you give yourselves a few days because you have April 1st in New York, April 4th in Chicago. And then you conclude on the 6th in Detroit. Yeah, because uh, we actually have um, these two days, 2nd and 3rd, uh, we are still trying to get another gigs that we were working on. But if not, then, you know, okay. it's actually a really cool idea just to r- relax a little after this whole tour. But uh, um, more things are, are coming to that tour, too. When you travel like that, how, t- how do you keep your vocal cords, your voice in shape? I, you know, I would think it would be tough enough if you were taking airplanes, but driving from place to place, you know, it's like... Yeah, um, to be honest with you, before I started my vocal training, all I had to do is just to shut up and let my voice rest. But right now, um, I have an amazing coach. Her name is Melissa Cross. She's out of New York. Um, I started, um, I started a little too late. I, I should have done it before, before the recording, um, of the album, but for the next one, I guess it's gonna be much better. Um, she actually teaches how to really control your voice because I sing, but there are parts when I scream. And obviously, your voice is getting kind of, I'm all tight and I cannot <laughs> talk anymore. So it's, uh, it's, it's a it's funny thing. But uh, before, I, I had to really be quiet the entire day, although I wasn't anyways. That's why I'm, <laughs> because I cannot just be quiet. You, you got to be you. <laughs> That's true. I always have too much to say. But... um. It kind of now it really works pretty well. Uh, she she has some amazing techniques how to uh, still do the same, still scream yet to relax your vocal cords right after that. So you can switch from screaming straight to the perfectly pitched, nice vocals. And uh, the entire day you, you have to talk, you have to talk to your um, fans. And I have so many other things to do in the business and fitness, and I have to be constantly on the phone. And um and talking to my clients about everything, so I just I seriously just cannot be quiet. So well, and the world of music isn't just stepping on stage and performing, and then maybe practicing a little when you're not performing. It, it's very complicated, I will assume. Uh, yeah. The developing new songs. Uh, going through all the mistakes that we we're, right. we're making because obviously everybody still makes some mistakes and we want to make sure that we you know talk about every detail so we just perfect it we polish it. More uh, videos coming out, music videos. Yes, uh, well we we released the the last one in uh, in February I believe it was thirteenth. Um, now uh, we will be talking with our producer. Probably the early next week, if not during this weekend, and uh, when we are back from tour, uh, probably in somewhere mid-April, we'll be working on a, another video that'll be a little higher budget. Uh, we'll be uh, that'll be strictly um, theatrical, not just like for till now. We wanted to show how powerful the band is, how energetic we are, like how crazy we get on stage. That was the idea for the um, for the last video, but to also have something. 
in it, so there's still like some plot, some story. But the next one uh, will be called Confessions, and uh, that'll be a very dark themed video. Will be film, filmed in Gary, Indiana, in the abandoned church. So we already have that idea. I don't want to sell it short, but uh, expect a lot. This is going to be something really awesome. It's going to be like a short movie. So uh, if we are filming that in mid-April, I will I will say that probably before Rocklahoma that we play with uh, Guns N' Roses, um, it will be released somewhere in there, probably mid-May. That's what you can expect. Okay. So you're going to be on the same card as Guns N' Roses, What's the biggest group you've played alongside or uh, on the? Um, well, festivals obviously they have different stages, so I cannot say that we played with Slash, but <laughs> we pretty much opened for him because we played. Um, he didn't open for you. Not yet, not yet, not yet. But uh, uh, <laughs> uh, but it was great though because the entire crowd that was uh, at our tent. Uh, right after we stopped, we were done, and they went straight to the main stage to see Slash. So we had the same crowd. Well, Obviously not not as huge because people were lining up for Slash for a long time, for the entire day, and they didn't care about any other bands. But uh, a lot, like hundreds of people were coming from our tent to his. So it's it's awesome because people were waiting till the last like tone of the, of the song just to be done and then they went the, it was not that they just listened to the first two songs it was great but um, besides that um, I would say that I had the most fun during a Steel Panther show which are um, like a hilarious band they started as just poking jokes on the 80s bands they were uh, playing kind of same music uh, yeah, switching uh, switching um, uh, uh, lyrics to something very very sexual. So <laughs> everybody was just cracking up, even when they're like singing ballad. Like you think that you have to cry for that, but the lyrics are just you can't, you can't. Um, all those Cinderella and Sebastian Bach at the Congress Theater, I think that they were the biggest ones um, that I enjoyed a lot. I always was a huge fan of Cinderella. Even in my child, not, not childhood, but uh, youth, when I listened to them, I was like, oh, I love you so much. We're yeah. going to listen to this song. <laughs> it was just great. And these music videos, it'll be three or four minutes, take days and days to get done? Oh, well, the, the, the latest one, we recorded only one day, but then uh, our extras and the actors, they had another two days, so... Um, but the production of the next one will probably take a little longer. Yeah. It will be at least like two or three days because it's um, it's like a longer story that we have to put together in that four-minute space. So. When you're not singing, you're into the wonderful world of fitness with rock-solid nutrition. Yes. So we can, ex- speaking of videos, we can expect to see you in the kitchen again? <laughs> In fact, tomorrow I'm recording uh, another five episodes of uh, Protein Kitchen. So uh, I I was really slacking on that, and I apologize to everybody for this, but uh, the world just was spinning way too fast for me, and I have to catch up a little bit. But uh, it's going to be done. And uh, since I'm working also on my, uh, my on my own online fitness project um, uh, that is going to be launched also later than I expected, probably later in the, during the summer, um, I'm going to have the whole series and everything will be recorded professionally. So no longer just uh, my little hobby as videos, but this time I really want to step it up. We're going to have a professional recording 
with professional crew. Uh, I'm going going to Omaha to make my um, video. I mean DVD. In fact, um, I am very very excited. So I'll be working exclusively with uh, Rock Solid Nutrition. Uh, to make it happen, to to show that you really don't have to be a bodybuilder in order to train like a professional. I want everybody to to do it at home because there there are people who cannot, for example, go to the gym because of their schedule, because of their kids, uh, because of um, any other problems that they have in their lives. So, you know, it's it's really nice because some people have 30 minutes, and even within that 30 minutes a day, you can do magic to your body. And some people don't realize it; they think that oh, it's better. To not go, to not do anything, because I don't have that hour and a half. You really don't need that hour and a half. That is for us. If you if you really need to focus on your body when uh, your career depends on that, but uh, if you really spend as little time as you can during the day, for God's sakes, even just at work, take five minute break and do some crunches and lunges and whatnot, and that will help tremendously too. Okay. Now your cooking videos. Do you get mm-hmm. uh, good feedback on? Yes, in fact, people keep asking me, oh, so when is the next video? Yeah, it's coming, it's coming. So I really have to catch up with that. And uh, during this summer, since we're taking a little break with Hassler, I'll have more time to really focus on fitness. Uh, That's why I was supposed to even compete now um, in March uh, or April, but I don't think it's going to happen because of the tour, and I will not have time to really go every single day to the gym. So um, I'll probably compete during Ironman. I'm really hoping to see you there. But if not, then I'll definitely do that in the um, during the summer so I can compete in nationals for, I think it's in Atlanta this time. So because I know that I will not be able to do it um, in Chicago. I am so mad, the junior nationals. So uh, within the summer, I'm definitely going to focus on fitness part of my life. How bad it sounds, right? Uh, but uh, I'm gonna make a lot of protein kitchen videos. I just enjoy it so much. I, even my bosses from Rock Salad, they said that the videos are, are just funny. It's not that, oh, here, let's put one cup of this. Let's put one teaspoon of this. It's just funny because they see how excited I am. Oh, now we're gonna add this to it. It's, oh, that's gonna get a perfect flavor. <laughs> so it's just awesome. Okay. And you talked about, uh, your competition, you're an NPC bikini competitor. Yes. I'm really hoping to get my pro, uh, pro card this year or the next year. Probably it's going to happen next year, but I'm really, really, really shooting far. So uh, I'm not aiming any low goals in that because there's no point of really competing if you're not shooting for your pro card. But uh, obviously it takes a lot, a lot of work and um that and time that I kind of don't have, but I will make it. <laughs> you got to figure a way to expand the day to include more than 24 hours. I know. I have to write some kind of a recipe for that. But it, it, you have so much going on, and uh, you just got back from Las Vegas, where you're part of the Tropic Beauty Model Search Competition. Yes, that was a World what, Finals. What, what was that like? Oh, completely different. Uh, to be honest with you, we can write a book about it. But to put the long story short, um, I was expecting a lot of fitness models over there, a lot of super lean bodies. So I was really trying to stay, uh, obviously not in the competition diet or um, not on the same workout schedule because they don't want to see bulky, muscular girls. But um, 
It was kind of charming to see all the girls super skinny eating pizza every single day <laughs> or bacon in the morning with the scrambled eggs. I was like, what are you doing? I'm, I'm, I have like my rabbit salad right there, like, like the rabbit food. And, uh, and, and you eat pizza and they're like, yeah, okay. How, how do you stay skinny? I don't know. A lot of alcohol in the evening. So it's like, like how, how does it happen? But, well, anyways, um, I noticed that a lot of girls don't work out at all. They don't have a muscle tone. They're just skinny. And to me, it was like, uh, I don't know. I When I was younger, to me, like super skinny body was very, very awesome. I loved it. But now, like, there's nothing really sexy about it. It's like, okay, so you're super skinny. You have fake boobs. I'm sorry. But there, <laughs> is there something else? Like, like uh, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to something completely different. Um it was funny, though, to see that everybody was strictly um, focused on their faces, on their skin only, on nothing else but the beauty. And to me, the world is a little bit more mm, to search beyond that. Like, for example, that's why I'm like I'm trying to stay busy, not just with the band, but also fitness, business and marketing, uh, talent scouting. There's a lot of things that I'm doing that pretty much... Uh, I, I realize that I have no private life at all, but uh, I enjoy it tremendously. And for the girls, it's like they are all they really do is pageants and uh, beauty competitions, and that's how they lead their lives, just to look pretty. So that was like uh, something new for me to experience because every single morning, all you have to really do is just to put a lot of makeup on you, <laughs> not not just your face, but the entire body, and do your hair, or um, you can just pay for somebody to do it for you. Um, by the way, MGM is offering an awesome spray tan for $3,000 that is uh, 25 karat gold sprayed on you. And I, I, the, I'm not sure that's in our budget here. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I think that I would have to work maybe a month and a half for one tan spray that spray tan that actually can wash off after that one photo shoot. I'd so. want to be able to scrape that off and, and turn it into a jewelry right. or something. I know. Well, it's, I think it's uh, worth much more than all my jewelry put together, but <laughs> it's just funny how people, well, what what they can do with money. But Was there a uh, personality portion to this Tropic Beauty, or is, is it basically just you walk up there and you in a, a bikini or a swimsuit or whatever it is, the costume? And um, well, how I imagined that at the beginning, I thought that all the girls will be hanging out, we're talking, chit-chatting, and I figured, wow, that was, that is going to be my first time being a girly girl, really. But uh, everybody is just focused on themselves. They're, all they have is their mirror and all their beauty tools. So... um it was kind of awkward because for all, all the, every girl that I know from there, they, they took like five hours to really get ready. Um, and to me, it was, okay, what I have to do, put my makeup on, done, hair done, 40 minutes, and then what else can you really do? So it was, and we cannot go outside because uh, we have the contract with MGM. Uh, and even doing conversations with the girls, you cannot really talk about, you know, something deeper because nobody's really... Either in the mood or they they don't follow you. They have completely different interests, and every single one of them are awesome. They're very cool, but it's just a completely different worlds that we live in. And uh, there was only one girl. In fact, it was my roommate from Ireland that I could talk about music, that I could talk about art. Uh, I majored in architecture, and she is also a fan of um, 
of uh, Antonio Gaudi, even, even in uh, arts, she said that she has a Salvador Dali painting, and we talked to hours for that. So, yeah, but uh, no, n- nothing really besides that. Uh, the world of beauty is is the world of beauty. Period. Okay. <laughs> Somewhat self-absorbed. But uh, you know, <laughs> I, I guess that's the way that all works. I don't. I'm not sure. It was very re- refreshing, though, and it opens your eyes how how the world really works and uh, all the connections that you have to have in order to go farther. So, well, I would assume there's some value in being able to network and meet people. Oh, absolutely. I was trying my hardest to really talk to anybody, but since. Uh, well, there was uh, 99 other girls trying to also yeah. steal their attention. It was kind of hard to have that conversation for longer than 10 seconds. So, <laughs> And your own Dynatone Fitness you, you spoke of will start up this summer? Correct. Uh, I'll be working uh, very hard. Probably it will take me over a month to really develop that DVD and the entire program, I already have it pre-written and all the, um, even uh, diet schedules, um, not exactly schedules that I'll be just sending uh, as a um, generic form because I want to adjust it proportionally to every single person. So um, diet will be something completely um, separate, although I do not want my clients just to follow a DVD without knowing how to eat correctly because... Uh, as everybody know, uh, 70 to 75 percent of your body is how you eat, and people don't even realize how big of an impact it has on your body. So before somebody starts the program, I really want to have—I uh, want them to have a consultation on uh, on the diet and how to how to do it faster and better. So uh, yes, but that I am assuming that probably it will happen by the end of August. Uh, I'm probably going to do my Kickstarter program for that because uh, I think it's going to be much easier to do it on your own than to get all the investors and sponsors um, because I know that in order to have them to to um, to help me out, I'll have to promote them constantly. And I really don't – it's not that I don't want to. I really do. I just don't have really time to spend um, on doing somebody else's promotion if I already have a lot to do, you know. You need to clone yourself. I, do, I think I do. That'll be awesome. <laughs> but I think that I'll get crazy with somebody that'll constantly complain about everything. So, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All righty. Well, Lariah Daniels, thank you so much for your time stopping by the studio. It, once again, it's uh, David's loss for not being here, but I hope this teaches him <laughs> a valuable lesson. And when we come back, we will have Pro Football Hall of Famer Len Barney. Awesome. Thank you so much.